All right, so this is just the kind of stuff that breaks out in random conversation when you're waiting in the lobby uh, to go to dinner right before Elevate 2019 kicks off. If you're listening to this, this is a conversation I had with uh, my good friend Terry Greer and Avery Moore talking about a LinkedIn strategy that she was using uh, that was effectively driving leads to her agency in addition to uh, Instagram again and targeting business and really just getting results. This was just, they just kind of started talking. I said, you guys need to hold on. I'm going to hit record. They said, okay. And this is just, again, the random stuff that happens when you're waiting around to go to dinner uh, before Elevate. So if you're listening to this, uh, we are probably officially underway with Elevate 19 right now. Uh, but again, this conversation was just kind of as, as straight to the point, you know, kind of it is happening, working right now situation and i thought it was fun so here you go enjoy days before christmas and it was like a thousand dollars i was like what did i just do yeah. Yeah, oh you were recording i not enough to justify i need to do a podcast for tomorrow i need to do a podcast about this linkedin navigator and blogging and all that jazz right I on think, linkedin i think I, that's revolutionary linkedin navigator is really handy for like bigger companies too like if you're like okay well i talked to the you know, the operations person, but I need to figure out who the CFO is, like, you know, going from, you know, within the company is really helpful. Well, you can literally pinpoint each individual contact in it. So like, how I found this out is I work with a company who does refrigeration mechanics, and they would go behind the backs because the CFO or the CEO was never the person that they needed to talk to. They needed to be talking to the maintenance person. And so they figured out through Sales Navigator that that was their person. And so with me, I need to either talk to the CFO or a COO. And it's been crazy. And then the blog posts too, the hashtags have been... So, so walk, walk me through the secret sauce again. You write the article. So you got a nice article. You write a long form, which I think you've done articles and stuff on long form. Or maybe it was... When you say long form, like 800 words, 1,000 words? Isn't it 800 words or more? Usually that's what I typically try to do. I always go over 800. And you're writing every single thing that they could possibly Google within this thing. So if you're saying subcontractor, I try to think, and I look up too, like what people are Googling. So I'm asking the same question, I'm putting that within my fluid feed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so whatever people are Googling, you're coming up. Joey taught me this. I mean, I'm not, I don't even have to better on that. And so not only are they Googling this, but then on top of it, you add the hashtag in there. So on LinkedIn, you can look what the top hashtags are and you can follow hashtags. And so you automatically get more feeds on that. And then on top of that, I have a business Instagram and I've gotten leads off of that. Y'all, like digital marketing is so much fun. So, so, so help me understand, no one, no one is following an insurance other than other insurance people, right? So how, how do you, what hashtag are you following to figure out what your prospects Anything are really in? Anything but insurance. Anything but insurance. You do hashtag Alabama and the whole state will see it. Okay, here's what's crazy. So I've been looking at Instagram analytics because you have people who are opening a boutique. So you have people who are doing photography and they're just getting massive sales off that. So why can't we do that with insurance on Instagram? Yeah. The key is to make insurance sexy. So part of the key analytics is to be consistent on your feed on Instagram. It's to do Instagram TV, which I can't really bring myself to do, but it's to post stories all the time. I can't do it. But if you do anything but insurance, I mean, it's not a lot. I have 400 followers, but I'll get up to 70 to 100 likes. So that's still a 25% 
return investment on it when people like it. And I have people call who say, hey, I saw your Instagram. It's usually my local feed, and so I'll use hashtags like Oklahoma City Business or Tulsa Business because it's Oklahoma City. And so businesses are seeing it, and suddenly they'll start following me, so. She's smart. She's smart. All right, so I'm just going to say this. Why not both? I do both. You put it on your blog? Did I miss that? Was I not paying attention? No. I mean, I don't think we mentioned that. So I'll do it on LinkedIn, and then I'll do it on our blog, too. Right. So what... All right, now let me ask this question. What works better on LinkedIn, and does this... What works on LinkedIn also end up ranking on your blog? Okay, this sounds weird, but it depends how confrontational it is. So, like, the top one I have... The second one I have is insurance is sexy, because people read that, and they're like, no, that doesn't add up together. But the top one I have is um, roofers waving deductibles equals fraud. And it made people mad. But it has over 10,000 views on LinkedIn. And suddenly, you're having this conversation. So if you look at the comments of it, people are either very irate that I just wrote this article. Or they're, they're like, you're completely correct. It's true. And so suddenly, it's just a conversation going of saying, this is kind of outrageous, but I did it. And your point is, that wouldn't happen on your blog. And number two, it's so controversial that you might not want to put that on your blog or your website for, for branding purposes, that it's too, it's too, it's not, it's not I don't know what the word is, but it, it's... Well, we insure Riffer, so we don't want to... Say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. You don't piss them off on your own website, basically. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Well, so the difference with LinkedIn, you can be a little more flashy with the headline to where it's attention grabbing because the audience is already kind of being funneled into it versus like the on the blog, it's got to be a little more utility based, you know, to where they've got to be having that problem. Well, I feel like the blog is a feeder. So what we're obviously like, we want them to click. We want them to look at multiple blogs. We want them to buy into the agency. What I want on LinkedIn is them to buy into me. So it's me. How much are you selling on personality though? Like, are they buying like because they like they have developed a relationship with you online? Like, do you get a lot of that? I get more probably on Instagram, but a lot of that is because suddenly in my community and my friends, obviously I went to my personal and I added all of them, and then I'll do basically transference between the two of them. Like, make sure you're following my business, for I'm doing this, and so it's just a constant reminder whether or not they're seeing it that I'm an insurance. So I've gotten more from my Instagram, oddly enough. So where where is Facebook then? The old I have a Facebook page. Where have you? Where that sounds like that's third on your list, maybe fourth on your list, or not on your list. It should be on my list, but I actually deactivated it in January. Ooh. It should, but it should be. It's free. Why wouldn't we use it? It's free. I thought you said you just deactivated. I did, but why wouldn't? Her personal you? one, not our agency. Not one. yeah. Oh, our right. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about your agency page. I don't know. Tell me the agency one. We have an agency. Well, I know, so, yeah. Pretty well everything that goes on Facebook goes to LinkedIn and goes to Twitter. Okay. So we're hitting all three of okay. them with the same enough. stuff. Now, what she's putting on her personal LinkedIn insurance deck, Avery, Avery Moore insurance agent, might be a little different than that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Joey's doing a podcast. Uh oh. We only got six minutes. I was hoping to maybe get to 10. I mean, ask her a question. Well, you're doing a very good job, so I was kind of letting it flow. You're such a good splicer, too. I, I can cut it out. 
No, I don't want to hold everybody up from dinner. This was just okay, a fascinating so, conversation. Here we go. Let me, let me bring it home. I got a question for you. So, so, so you got their attention on LinkedIn. You're getting some action. How do you convert to, to lead? Are you telling them to call you? Do you have a landing page? Do you have a link? What, what are you doing to get them to take action? Do you have a call to action? You always have to have a call to action. That's the most important thing. So like, even if you're doing Instagram, you have to have a call to action. Even if you're saying, like this, if you agree with it, or double tap, if you agree with this, or saying, what's your favorite, blah, 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 blah. You have to have a call to action. I think he taught me that. That's the most important so, thing. So, so get a little bit more granular. Is it a, so you tell them something to do. Are they filling out a little form? Are you are they clicking a link to get a form? How how are you getting the data? Are they just picking up the phone and calling you? Are they instant? Are they giving you a message on LinkedIn? You know, get, get a little bit more granular on what's actually happening to get the thing get to get that thing to happen. No, that's a good question. So it depends on the platform. If it's LinkedIn, then they're usually shooting you a message. So inside of LinkedIn, within LinkedIn, so it's all confined to this one network. I like that better because you can qualify suddenly. You can go and kind of look at them. Is this a real prospect I want to look at? And usually, I mean, I'll say 50% of the time, you're going to count them out I mean, with any prospect. On Instagram, it's way more relationship-driven because they think they know you based on what you post. And I do do intimate stuff. So, so if you look at it, then you will know what I gave up for lunch. You'll know what I'm reading at the time. You'll know that one of the outfits that I might have worn in the past week. You should totally do that though. I about to say, I, I like these tips. I'm, I'm writing stuff down. Outfit of the day. <laughs> yes. But, but because it's still within my network, so it might be Oklahoma City, or friends from my personal page, then they know me, so they know where to reach out. So they're either sliding into my DMs, or they know where to text me immediately. I, I love I, I love the colloquialism of uh, yeah. You, 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 you. So it really depends. I mean, I think that's the cool thing about platforms, and it's all free. Yes. And mine's on a business page, so I can literally look at the optimum time. So like, if I post something at 8 a.m., I know that 8 a.m. for me personally is the best time to post something or I need to do it at noon, because if I post it at 5 p.m., people aren't looking at it, so. So let's dig into that just a little bit to, to be helpful. Explain explain to people that, that Instagram actually has a business component where you can tell it it's a business page or a business thing. But can I you, wouldn't recommend it. Or you wouldn't recommend it. I mean, I, I would, because I'm neurotic. I like to see the numbers on it, but I do think that there's going to be time, just like Facebook did. They're going to know, oh, you're business, so I'm going to start holding you back and let you give me money. So they're going to withdraw your post so it's not being sent to everyone. And so even that, there's a permit that regrets putting it on a business page because now they're helping me now, but in the future, they're going to figure out they're, they're making money off of this and they can hold me hostage as much as I want because I want to continue the number. So I wouldn't recommend it during a business page. In the end, it's all the hashtags on Instagram, and it's the location too. So, if I'm targeting business in Oklahoma City, or I want my friends to see that I'm dominantly in Oklahoma City, then I do that, and so people in Oklahoma City can more easily find me. I love it. Great information. Thank you for sharing. Is that your ten minutes? Ten minutes and twenty-five seconds. Boom.